everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today's episode, I want to acknowledge the fact that my show has hit the one year mark. Woo! I don't have the graphics to do that. Okay, so I am super excited. I'm super hyped. I'm pumped because like I've done a full year of this. And I'll admit, like it has been a crazy journey. I when I first started the gamerpreneur, I literally let me get my like, I literally started on my phone. Like literally, that's how I started. I didn't. I had nothing when I first started. I was. Um, I came up with the idea. I told my wife, and my wife told me that um, it sounds like a fantastic idea. It sounds like something you absolutely have to do. You're not allowed to invest one red cent of ours into this. And I'm like, but honey, she's like, no, not one red cent. You've done this to me before, so you got to figure out how to do this all on your own. So I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a webcam back then, actually. I mean, I had, um, I had something for my meetings at my other business, but I, I didn't want to use that because I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to simulate uh, what it was like for somebody starting out with nothing. That, like, that's really the, the genius of the Gamerpreneur podcast was I wanted to start this whole thing as if I had no money, had no connections, had nothing. And like I had... It's not like I didn't have anything to start here. Let me let me uh, grab this really quick and tell you, I still have another uh, Instagram account. And when I started the Gamerpreneur podcast, I had 6,000 followers and I have not posted once on my other account since, okay? And it's it's down to 47.58. Here you go, 47.58, all right? I, um, I had a following. I had everything that... I, I like to say, you know, people asked me whether I hadn't, like, I didn't have it in the gaming space, though. And I decided I had to do this when I got enough people telling me that, you know, how many followers do you have? How many views do you get? You know, what businesses have you worked with in the gaming community? I'm like, none of that matters because I have all these other testimonials from all these other businesses I've worked with. And it, it didn't matter to anybody. And so I was told I needed to work in this space. I needed to do the thing gamers do. And that's why I started the Gamerpreneur podcast. So what I did is because my wife told me I wasn't allowed to invest any money in this, um, I other than other than she did allow me to buy a laptop. Okay, I, I bought a laptop in order to have essentially a junky webcam. And if you go back to my first season of the Gamerpreneur, like, and you can tell there's a clear mark where my my seasons changed. Right, I had a a red and white candy cane colored couch behind me at the time. And uh, I don't now, right? Uh, but what I did when I started, I literally just pulled out my phone and I told my origin story, who I was, what I was about, what I was looking to do with the Gamerpreneur. And I uh, put it up on YouTube. That's where I started, YouTube and Anchor. And from there, I just started reaching out to people. And in the past year, so one year from when I started, okay, I have uh, collectively gotten over 70,000 followers on all my different platforms, which is insane to think about, right? 70,000 people in a year. And the truth is, I really wish I had dumped a ton of money into this because um, it's just so, the, 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 the landscape is just so verdant 
All right, there's just so much opportunity here for pretty much anybody. The gaming space is untapped. And I, I, I've been interviewed on different shows and podcasts since I started The Gamerpreneur, one of them being Startup Hustle, which is one of like the top 50, I think. It's in the top 50 uh, podcasts, business podcasts on pretty much every platform. It's a really big one. I got interviewed on it because of The Gamerpreneur. And it's, you know, what you can accomplish in one year is miraculous. Like I, I started this as a case study, all right? I did not put money into this. I did not start with any followers because I chose not to. I didn't invite my friends and family into this. I legitimately started out as if I was somebody who had basically nothing. And I've worked that entire past year to get to where I am now. With that said, am I as far as I'd like to be? No. Honestly, no, I was, I was expecting to be a little further, but you know, life gets in the way. This was more or less a hobby for me. And because of that, you know, my daughter takes precedence. My wife takes precedence. Uh, my wife has an actual job. And so uh, when she has hours outside of her normal, like normally scheduled hours, and I need to like watch the child, well, guess what? That's, that's on me. And especially since we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? It's not like I can just call up the babysitter. And uh, um, so, you know, here I am. And I'm looking at, you know, you, so many people look at where I'm at, like a good friend of mine, David Harvey, I did an interview with him a few weeks back. And uh, it was like a, a special bonus as a Friday night episode. Uh, every time I talk to him, I'm like, yeah, I'm up to like, today was 65. I'm up to 65,000 followers. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like, that's insane. Like, if you just got 1% of those people to buy like one thing from you, you'd have this much money. And like, yeah, I know. Um, my biggest challenge so I'm a coach. That's, that's my business profession, right? Like that's what I do. And the reason I'm a coach is because I'm, I've never been the best marketer. I've never been the best graphic designer. I've never been the best salesperson. I've never been the best at most things, right? And like the saying goes, if you don't play or if you can't play, then coach. And I have seen all these different aspects of business. Like I did do sales and I would do sales $25,000 plus. Right? I would actually close $25,000 sales. And that was within the first year of me getting out of law school. Okay, So, uh, and this, that wasn't something I was trained on. I had to learn how to do it. And that was my first sales job. And boom, I was, I was making big, big sales. And like, you know, $5,000 sales at least a couple times a week. Um, when I was at the law practice, my wife, we weren't hitting those kinds of numbers. Um, but we were definitely in the double or in the, the five figures every single month for a while. And so I, I understand sales. I understand marketing, both from a small business perspective, but also I did work as the president of a consulting firm here in Las Vegas. And that gave me a, a completely different perspective. I learned about money and what money is able to do for you and how it can build a business. And I learned about the different parts of a business. And I was working with MBAs and I was working with people who had been entrepreneurs for like 50 years. And I've been and funders and investors and angels. And I, I was working with all these people and I got to see all these different aspects. And I'm a smart dude. If there's, if there's anything anybody can say about me, it's I'm smart. And sometimes I get told I'm too smart. All right, maybe I am. And that just means that I'm able to like see these things. I'm able to piece them together. And what I'm able to do is having pieced all these different parts together, I can see where somebody or some business is missing out. And where they're missing out is what I'm able to fill in because I can tell them what they need and what they can do. So that's my job. Now, we often don't take our own advice, right? Um, 
when I was an attorney, like the number one piece of advice they always gave you was if you get in trouble, do not represent yourself, right? The, the old saying is physician heal thyself. Well, it was because um, it was about a doctor who would, he wasn't such a good doctor, but then he got sick. And so everybody's like, well, fix yourself, right? So there I am, I'm here and I make missteps because I'm not dumping you know, money. I'm, I, I haven't used my coaches on this, this project because I'm, I really am trying to do what I said from the beginning, which was put my money in as I'm earning it. So I'm not like spending $10,000 on a coach, but behind the scenes that you guys know about, like, no, I really am doing this completely as a hobby kind of on the side. And um, what's gonna happen here is I've recognized my own faults. I've recognized where I've fallen flat. I have done some really cool things over just the past couple of weeks. I, I put out a notice to hire some people a couple of weeks ago, about three, maybe four weeks ago, and I had 150 applicants. And you'll notice obviously the new background. I've got new equipment in here. I've got sound curtains. I've got a new microphone, which isn't quite tuned yet, which is why I'm not quite to my season three yet. Uh, when I go to season three, I want everything to actually be working properly. And so I need to like tune everything. And you're, you guys are just kind of getting the taste of how it's going to start. It's going to look when it transitions. But here I am. And I know that I need to do better. I know I need to improve because you all are watching me like today. And I record, you know, these a day before my solo podcast, I recorded day before at the moment. Um, and I see my, my numbers and I know that I have 65,000 people who are following me. And, you know, most of them don't actually watch me, right? Like, but when you look at the numbers, I actually get an insanely big reach number. I get insane amounts of engagement on my content. It's, it's really, I really do have people who care, who are watching my content and learning from my content and trying to grow themselves. And so as the case study, I know I have to do better. I know that I have to present to you guys like the path that I'm traveling. That way you can see it kind of in action rather than just like talking about it. So what I like, I'm still kind of kicking these ideas around. I haven't like fully switched. I haven't fully committed to the ideas, but I think I'm largely going to be doing a lot more discussion about what I'm working on and probably kind of like in a day-to-day -day capacity because um, building a business is not, it's, it's simple. Okay. And just because something is simple doesn't mean it's easy. So here I am and I know what the steps are. And just because I know it, it means it's simple, right? There, there, there are only like these many steps, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to, this one step isn't going to take like three weeks or this one step is not going to take a week of action or something like that, right? You actually have to put in the labor. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is as I'm transitioning to like this next phase of the gamerpreneur. I don't have a deadline for it yet. Everything's kind of still up in the air. I'm still getting my equipment um, set up properly. Like my green screen's not quite the way I want it. It's still too floppy, like right there. Meh. Um, I am um, going to be reaching out to, to more guests, some different kinds of guests. I'm going to be creating different kinds of content. Um, my show is going to be ha have a radical transformation. We're not going to do just kind of this gamerpreneur uh, podcast anymore. We're going to be breaking it up into a couple of different shows, focusing on esports and streaming and gaming news and, uh, and all kinds of other things. And um, as I do this, I'm going to be talking about my journey. I mean, talking about the things that I'm doing and, and why I'm doing it, because um, I honestly, I want you all to believe that this is possible. Like one year ago, I was in another room 
I had a really bad webcam. I know one year ago um, was my phone. I didn't even, I wasn't even using the laptop. When I transitioned to the laptop, like you go to my website right now, www.thegamerpreneur.com and you go down and you scroll down and I have a picture of one of my first um, interviews in that, that other room. And like the doors were all open in the background and the lighting was really bad. And, like the sun was shining on me and like, it was, it was really bad. And um, and now here I am and I've got this like nice boom arm for my microphone with like this cool thing on it. I got a ring light and these big old lights in front of me and green screen behind me and lights down here and sound curtain behind this. I have a sound curtain, uh, a sound absorbing curtain there, sound absorbing curtain over there, hanging like it's hanging across the wall. It's not even on the wall. Um, it's, it's hanging from the ceiling. And I got all this really cool stuff and I'm super hyped to be able to like push this forward to be able to grow this and show you how to do this because that was the point this isn't just about you know you know how big is my epine right this was not about me this was really about helping other people helping those couple people out there and, and i know there's a couple out there and it's not for everybody and this was never for everybody this was for the couple of people out there who were listening to me who were watching my content who realized what i said made a little bit of sense that maybe this dude has some knowledge that I don't, who then went and acted on it and got results. And it's been absolutely phenomenal. The amount of people that I've had come to me in this past year saying, hey, Brad, I did what you said and I got this phenomenal result. And I'm like, yeah, like, because like what I'm teaching, the stuff I teach people is not complicated. It's just, we don't get taught this stuff. I, I didn't get taught business and marketing and sales and you know, I, I went to um, 12 plus four and a half plus three. So what, 19, seven plus is 19 and a half years of school. Um, no, I had another four and a half. Yeah, something like, you know, 19 and a half years of school. And in that time, I didn't get taught how to sell anything. I didn't get taught how to promote myself. I didn't get taught how to build a following. I didn't get taught how to pay, take a picture or set up a microphone. Like, I had no interest in any of that stuff. I wanted to be a lawyer. Like I was totally book smart, like totally book smart kind of guy. And um, when I got out, I realized that all those skills that I learned weren't going to help me earn a dollar. And so I had to learn all this stuff on my own. And it took me darn near, you know, seven, eight years in order to figure out all that stuff on my own. And now here I am. And I'm like, guys, this is all the stuff that I've learned over the years. These are all the things I've accomplished. And here's all the people I've helped. And here are all the things that they've learned. And I know that there are people out there listening. And this is the, like, if there was any advice that I had to give to anybody looking to start anything, whether you want to become a gaming streamer or have a podcast or your own show or whatever, if you want to start a blog, it doesn't really matter. I'm telling you, you just have to stop caring about what anybody else has to say about you. And you just have to start creating. Just start creating, start creating relationships. And before you know it, you can get here too. Okay. It does not take a lot of money to build a big following. It does not take a lot of money to build a big following. And if you have, if you've got say $10,000 to burn and you really want to know how to do this, hit me up. I will show you how to do this all in a fraction of the time that I did it. And I, I guarantee you, guarantee you, I can show you a couple things that you can do. It's just a couple simple things that you can do. And you can have a huge community, a big thriving community. You can have lots of beautiful graphics and you know make a big show of it and be an influencer in whatever space you want. It doesn't take a lot of money to get started. And that's the point I'm really 
trying to get across here. I'm really trying to hammer this home is stop doing what I did on the Gamerpreneur. Okay. Stop that. Do not sit around going, well, if I can just not spend this money or if I can figure out how not to spend this money, like you have to spend money. You're going to have to spend money someday, at least in the future. Like if right now you were just sitting there, like I've got, you know, so many thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers. And I've been doing pretty good by myself, Brad. I haven't spent any dollars yet. And my, my community is a real community and blah, 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 blah. You know how stupid you sound in the eyes of an investor. Do you like have any idea what any other business person at any large business thinks of that, that sentimentality? Like you're on the road to nowhere because what happens if you got injured, your business is done. If you went and take a couple months off, your business is done. Like you may have some followers when you come back, but they're no longer in the habit of coming and watching you any longer. You have to like build that back up. You got to get them back somehow. And most of you haven't taken any steps to actually create a communications network to be able to contact those people. And there's just so much that people in the gaming space don't understand about things that they may be doing a different way. All right. So many people are having phenomenal success and they're doing it a different way. They're doing it the hard way. And I'm trying to tell you that if you have a little bit of money, you can do it the easy way. And I'd be happy to show you how. All right. Because money makes things easier. Money makes people better. That's one of my favorite lines from Wolf of Wall Street, right at the beginning. He's like, this stuff right here, money, right? It makes you a better person because you can donate to charity, donate and save the, the spotted owl, right? You can do that kind of thing with money. But you can also very, very quickly become an influencer and grow your brand and start selling and making money, more money that then funds the whole endeavor. And then you grow and, and you do whatever you want from there on. Like so many people are caught in this fear of spending a little bit of money because they just aren't certain it'll do what you know I say it will, despite the fact that I've had plenty of people give me testimonies. I've, I've posted tons of videos, like for the longest time, for like two months, all I did was post um, testimonial videos and I boosted those. And like, that's basically all my people saw on my page was testimonials of how the gamer producer helped this person. Like I had a... Um, a friend um, that I, one of the very first people I met in Las Vegas. And he and I went to coffee one day and he, his name is Moses Kim. And I tell him, you need to get on LinkedIn and you need to message 50 people every single day. And he's like, okay. And uh, two weeks later, he sends me a testimonial video uh, from the hospital. It wasn't him who was in the hospital. Somebody else he knew was in the hospital. And he, uh, He's just taking a video and he's like, yeah, I, I took Brad's advice. I just started reaching out to people and I just closed two houses today. And that's two houses in Las Vegas he closed. And his commission was multiple five figures each. He made a lot of money doing one very simple thing I told him to do. And like, that's, like, that's it, guys. Like, most people haven't seen this stuff. And it's not like I'm, I'm pulling this stuff out of thin air. I, you know what? I kind of know what the issue is. And for if anybody's actually gotten this far in the video, like you're gonna, you're you're getting you're getting it today. Um, I just got off the phone before I decided to do this episode. Well, I knew I was gonna do this topic because today's the one of your anniversary. Um, but I like was getting ready. I was eating my dinner, and I had somebody call me who met with me last year when I was at the consulting firm. And so when I was at the consulting firm, somebody had referred her to me, and she came in, and she was looking for five thousand dollars. And I'm like, you know. I don't know how to get you $5,000, quite honestly. $5,000 is basically no money in today's world. If you needed $5 million, I would know the right people to get you in touch with. 
And she told me, you know, over a year later, she like had my number still. She just called me today out of nowhere, out of the blue. She called me up and she goes, you know, when I first met you, I thought that you were like a fake wannabe mafioso. You were like this person who was just like fronting and like pretending to be a big deal. And I, I went around telling people I, I thought you were this fraud and, um, then she's like in her next breath, she's like, and then I did the research and I spent the whole past year researching. And I realized in that time that you were a hundred percent right. And I would really like for you to help me in my business now. So I, I bet that's possibly my issue. I do come across a little salesy, right? I, and I'm trying to, my, my method has been to teach you all what I'm doing and I, I kind of get the feeling that that was not the best approach. And I, I never claim to be the best salesperson. Um, I just am good at helping people do what I need to do, right? So I, I'm going to listen to my own, um, my own advice. And, and this situation would be, actually be to teach less. So I think I'm going to do, I will be, and I'm going to be teaching less uh, to the extent that I need people to understand why. I think that's more important. I'm, I'm not gonna be teaching less of the hows of what you all need to do. Focus on the what's you need to do, what you need to do, and why you need to do it. And because that's probably the biggest hangup people have. They, they sit here and they look at me and I, I get it. Like my entire life, I've never been that person. Like people seem to trust right away. I've, I've always had like a tough time making friends, but the friends I make, like they're the, like the best friends, never leave them kind. And largely it's probably because of like that lady's opinion. Like there's just something about me that turns some people off. Like, all right, it is what it is. I'm a little, um, a little boisterous. I'm a little, um, you know, overboard with the way I act. My mother used to call me a showboat. So like that was my nickname growing up and I still kind of act like a showboat and I try to be a little over the top to make my point. And that's probably to my detriment, uh, to the detriment of the brand at the very least, because I need to switch over from teaching you all exactly what it is because I've got, at this point, I've got enough testimonials. I've got enough people that I've helped and who've actually listened to my advice that I, I, I knew it before I even started that I, I didn't have, to, like what I, I do is, is genuine. I knew that before I even started. But it wasn't until I got people in the gaming space that I, could, I had the proof, right, that worked here. So I don't care anymore about like getting new testimonials. My, my point now is to prove that you can actually make sales. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to take the advice of, you know, all the books I've read and all the sales coaches I've had over the years and all the materials I've bought and all the courses I've bought. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to pull things back and you're going to see kind of a different version of the gamerpreneur. Like I just today got a first look at my uh, new, um, I don't want to say logo, um, my new um, mascot, right? The Gamerpreneur has a new mascot and you all get to see it soon. It's not done yet. And we're going to, we have someone working on that for us. And so we're going to roll that out and you're going to see this new look. You're going to see a new style. You're going to see just kind of new everything with the Gamerpreneur and um, understand, I, I still love you all. That's, it's not that I'm, I don't want to help you. It's I'm, I'm coming to terms with the fact that the advice I um, was given when I started this, like this was actually uh, a good friend of mine told me this as I was starting this, he was, he said, don't sell to poor people. And I'm not saying you're all poor. I'm simply saying that some of you have poor mindsets 
you genuinely believe you're supposed to be poor. And because so many of you believe you're supposed to be poor, you're not listening to me. You are, you hear the words I say, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. And so because of that, many of you um, just aren't acting on what I'm saying. Like you literally can have any business you want and it doesn't take that much. You, I mean, some of you actually like, you know, I know we're in a pandemic and it's wiped a lot of people out, but some of you out there have been doing pretty good during this pandemic. So if you've had full-time jobs and you're still making money and maybe you've got something on the side and you have extra capital, like you really could be much, much bigger than you want to be. And all you got to do is follow what I've, I've said. And, you know, I, I lost, I lost basically all of the live trainings I'd done the past couple of months. Um, definitely in the past month, I lost everything. Um, we'll see if I can't recover those. It may take a few weeks to re be able to recover anything. Um, but I, I laid it all on the line. Like for, for two months, I literally taught pretty much everything I had. I gave everything on sales and marketing and people were showing up every single day. People were bringing their notebooks and they were taking notes and they were asking me questions. And um, what I teach is genuine. And I'm not just saying that to, to convince myself. It's, I, 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 I look at my audience. I look at the things that I get asked and I know this is something that I have to come to terms with. I'm just kind of like doing this as a therapy session at the moment. I look at my audience and the things I get asked. And I, I know other influencers. I, I've, I've spoken to other people in the different in different spaces, different industries who are in marketing, and they they all have told me I I'm going to have to go through this. But you know, most most people who follow you aren't aren't your people, and that's the thing that's the hardest to come to terms with. I really would try to save every single person if I could, and I'm not going to be able to. And I have to be good with that. And you have to be good with that too. So you will see a shift in the gamerpreneur. I'm going to be making content less for everybody and less for people just starting out because I've got so much free content available. I've got so many trainings available that all you have to do is like literally just watch my free stuff and you get an amazing education on business and marketing sales. And you can do everything that I've done. I've been basically tracking my progress here on these, on these live solo videos, right? Or on these solo videos. So just do what I've, I've done and you can get to where I'm at. But if you're looking to go further, if you really want to blow it up, you're now my audience. And those are the people I'm going to be focusing on. People who actually have the wherewithal to be able to invest the money. People who are interested in growing and building and not being happy with where they're at. Like so many people are settling, but they're, they claim that they're not. They, they pin it on their family, their spouse, their children. They pin it on the job that they have. They, everybody's pinning it on something. They're, they're blaming the, and passing the buck. And None of that's true. It's all, it's all bull. The truth is, if you want it, you have to take it. So that's what I'm going to be doing um, in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be shifting the gamerpreneur completely. It's just, it's really shifted completely on its head and we are going to rock and roll. It's going to be really cool. All right. So I'm looking forward to it. So on that note, I'm going to remind you all, organization is the enemy of sloth. If you sit there and you wish that you could do the things that I talk about and you wish that you had the life that you always wanted, but for some reason, like you just don't 
have the energy. And it just feels like there's this blanket of depression on you. And there's some weird, perverse comfort in, you know, telling yourself that I just don't have the energy to care. And you know what? It's all bull. You just have to want it more. And wanting it more means not caring about what other people have to say about you. It means letting go of whatever relationships are in your way and just doing what you have to to get it done. And the first step to getting it, anything done is to get organized. Create a plan of action. And then, so it's, it's plan your work and then work your plan. Okay? Plan your work. Make a, a, some sort of plan, get organized, and then do what you said and hold yourself to it. Stop lying to yourself and saying, I'm going to get it done and then never do. Stop. If there's anybody that you're never, ever going to lie to, make it yourself. And if you can have that one character trait that you're always honest with yourself, guaranteed you will reach great heights. All right. That's what I got for you today. That's, that's where the real passion is, people. That's how I'm feeling it. So I'm gonna remind you all as we wrap this up, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.